The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, In those days, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from the sky, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory, and then he will send out his angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the end of the earth to the end of the sky. Learn a lesson from the fig tree. When its branch becomes tender and sprouts leaves, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, know that he is near at the gates. Amen, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will not pass away. But of that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. CNN reported that the people of Paris woke up on Saturday morning to the full realization of the horror brought by the terrorist attacks the previous evening. For Paris, it would be a violence deadlier than anything Paris has experienced since World War II. And no place, it seemed, was safe. Coordinated attacks took place in six different locations throughout Paris late Friday night, including a theater, the State de France, and at least two restaurants. Reporters say that we do not know if other attacks here are at large and police are searching for any possible accomplices. Terrorism experts expected some kind of attack but did not think ISIS would be able to carry off something on this grand scale. This might give us a glimpse of what the end of times will be like. We hear in the first reading from the book of the prophet Daniel. In those days, I, Daniel, heard the voice of the Lord. At that time, there shall arise Michael, the great prince, guardian of the people. It shall be a time unsurpassed in distress since nation began until that time. The violence that we just experienced in Paris is is definitely a violence of great distress, but the end of times, we hear, will be a, a time of violence that, that um, is unsurpassed in distress. You know, it'll be a distress that beyond anything we have ever experienced before or anything that we could ever imagine. Pope Francis spoke out and he condemned what happened on Friday night as, um, you know, as, as a massacre, calling it part of a disorganized World War III. You know, that we're experiencing a disorganized and chaotic World War III. He would go on to say that I'm close to the people of France, to the families of the victims, and I'm praying for all of them. I am moved and I am saddened and I do not understand. These things I do not understand. We have our Holy Father saying that. And, and that's the reality of, of the, the time of great distress. It, it's beyond something that we can fathom or understand. The reality is that we do not know about these terrorist attacks, when they're going to happen or how they're going to happen. 
And, uh, you know, I feel like, at least for me, it seems like every week we experience something like this, either a shooting or, or a terrorist attack, you know, either in our country or throughout the world. And it, it just seems to me to be completely um, distressful. And Mark in his gospel gives us this paradox. Mark says, in the same way, when you see these things happening, know that the end is near, that he is at the gates. But then he goes on to say about the end of time, but of that day or hour, no one knows. Not even the Son of Man, but only the Father. So what do we do in the meantime? Are we supposed to be paralyzed by fear? Are we supposed to allow, you know, evil and, and terrorists, are we supposed to, to allow them to take hold of us and paralyze us? Well, obviously the answer is no. And in, in fact, at every Mass, during the, the Eucharistic prayer after the Our Father, there's a prayer called the embolism that is prayed. And that's the prayer of deliverance. Deliver us, O Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. So at every Mass, we're praying that God keeps us safe in our days and frees us from all distress. So these readings that we hear both in Scripture, so we're coming to the end of ordinary time and we're coming to the end of our church year and we'll enter Advent in a couple weeks. And as we come to the end of this church year, we are reminded, we're supposed to be reminded of the end of times and ultimately the end of our lives. And for us, it should challenge us. It should really challenge us to, to think about, are we ready? You know, are we ready to die right now if, if we had to? If we knew the end was coming, would we, would we be in a good place to, to meet our maker, as they say? And the reality is we're all called to be so converted already in this life that we could say that answer with great peace, that we could say, I'm ready. If it happened right now, I'm ready to go. There's a rather playful story of this reality in St. Charles. So St. Charles Borromeo, he was the, um, in, in the 1500s, he was the Archbishop of Milan. And it was around that time that billiards had come about. Billiards had probably come about in the 1300s. And by the 1500s, it was more commonplace. So this is a story of St. Charles. He was the Bishop of Milan, and a couple priests asked him to play billiards. And so he got together, and they began playing billiards. And during the game, one of the priests stopped, and he, he, he began with the question. He said, what should we do if we knew that the last judgment would take place in an hour? And he asked the question. There was kind of a pause in the room, and, and one of the priests said, I know what I would do. I would kneel down right now, and I would pray for an entire hour until the end of time came. And the second priest said, I know exactly what I would do. I would go to one of you two priests for confession and confess every sin I've ever done in my life and try to end my life with a clear conscience. And then they waited to see what uh, the Archbishop, Charles Borromeo, would say. And after a moment of silence, he bent over and um, stuck, stuck the cue at the stick, and he said, I should quietly continue to play the game because God began it with the, I began it with the intention of honoring God. I should quietly continue to play the game. His reply, of course, was completely and totally unexpected. They weren't expecting him to say this. And so unexpected and so memorable that it's been told over all these hundreds of years. I should quietly continue to play the game. 
that is really the, the hope and the reality that we live in. You know, that we're called to be so converted in this life that if we knew the end of time was coming at an hour or it was coming tomorrow or coming by the end of this week, that we would quietly continue to play the game, that we would continue to do exactly what we're doing because we know that whatever we're doing is for the greater glory of God. And the truth is we can choose not to live in fear in the face of terrorism. We can choose with the grace of God to live lives that are in full union with God and to quietly continue to play the game. But the, the reality is each and every one of us needs to ask ourselves this question. What would we do if we knew the end of time was coming in an hour? What would you do? Is there anything in your life that you would change? We all have to ask ourselves these, these questions. Do we have a deep, intimate prayer life with God? You know, are we on our knees praying before our God? Have we been to confession and confessed any sin that might be haunting us or anything that would keep us from, from entering into heaven? Is there someone in our lives that we do need to make amends with? If we were to die in the next hour, would you be at peace? Would I be at peace? We need to ask ourselves, are we doing with our lives what God wants us to be doing? Right now in your life, are you doing what God wants you to be doing? Are you following your call? Are you pursuing your vocation? If the answer is yes, that's wonderful. If the answer is no, we have some changing to do. And the idea is don't wait. Don't wait for another hour. Don't wait for another day. Don't wait for next week. Do it now. Do it today because we don't know when the end of time will be. And if the answer is yes, and we are free from distress, and we are living a prayer life in union with God, and we are doing the will of God at every moment of our lives, then enjoy this life. Don't be distressed. Don't be afraid. Let all your actions praise God and quietly continue to play the game.